standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We're back with the Paracast. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. The extra late-night edition. You know, we record this show in advance. And normally we do it during the day, like 11, 12 o'clock Arizona time. But right now it's 11.48 p.m., which is way past my bedtime. Ouch. You know, I don't use the coffin anymore. You know, I wonder about the vampire lore, because in the old days of Bela Lugosi, the vampire would sit in the coffin during the day and get up at night. The same thing for True Blood. But if you watch this TV series, Being Human, have you seen that yet? I don't have TV, Dean. I consider yourself lucky. <laughs> you only have a radio. I occasionally will Hulu something. I Netflix movies. I will not abide mainstream television. I, I'm. I just. I've. I swore off it almost three years ago now. Well, I'll tell you something. You're probably better off, and you I certainly have a lot more money. Right, and I'm not eating seaweed and drinking red wine and lathering myself with iodine right now either. Oh, here's the point. There's a show called Being Human, and what it's about is a ghost, a vampire, and a werewolf become they roommates. They walk into a bar? No, well, there's a joke about that, I'm sure. Actually, they get an apartment together. There's a British version, and then there's an American version. <laughs> Jesus, you're kidding me. No, so it's like a paranormal uh, reality show. No, it's a drama, okay, with some comedic overtones. Uh, now, yeah. the American remake of the British show, which is still on the air, stars Sam Huntington, who's the actor who played in another TV series about the cavemen that was based on the Geico commercials. Oh, right, Geico, the Geico cavemen, yeah. Right, that lasted like, you know, one and a half episodes. And he also played... Jimmy Olsen in the last Superman movie, Superman Returns. But he plays the werewolf in this. In any case, what I was saying is here, in this particular legend of werewolves and vampires, the werewolf only becomes a wolf one time a month. It's not every day of the full moon, but one time. And the vampire can exist during the daytime. Okay. Well, yeah. That's no coffins. Yeah, for, for plot elements. Well, you know, in the original Dracula, Dracula could actually yeah, there was none about of that during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nosferatu, he, you could see him anytime. That's right. <laughs> Not that he looked like much. In any way, I don't know how this started, but I was going to talk about the crazy rumors that have arisen about the Powercast. I don't know if it's our fame and fortune, maybe our fame because there is no fortune. But <laughs> one rumor has it. That there's a cabal of millionaires in our forums who finances me. Wow. Well, how come I'm not on the payroll? What's up with that? Unfortunately, they're a little over five years late with the payments. Okay. So we've been on over five years, no payments. Oh, man. Where do they come oh, up God, with this I, stuff? I hope, I hope that's not a trend. Oh, well, you know, we have to pay we the We should get a folks. donation button for the co-host. Let, let's do that. Here's a co-host donation button. I like that idea. You build it, I'll post it. <laughs> the only thing is here is you'll get probably 100 times more cash than I do. <laughs> well, there's one way to find out, Gene. Okay, well, it's up to you, my friend. Go ahead and we'll have the co-host donation button. When my son and I first started doing the Tech Night Out Live, he was my co-host. 
we called it garage radio because we were just sitting in my bedroom, not a garage because too much echoing. So it was what? bedroom, you know, like the second bedroom was my office. And we'd sit there and we'd do the show. No. Garage radio. So this is, I guess we could call garage radio, except it's very common now. You know, a lot of the talk shows are not done anymore from studios. They're done from the home of the talent. Art Bell was famous for doing a show, you know, in the Paul Rum trailer. Sure. Exactly. He started a trend. So instead of renting an elaborate studio, I equip my home office with microphones and other gear. And now I'm not even using the mixer. I'm using this Yeti microphone because the name is Yeti. You know, it has the paranormal aspect to it. Yeah, I like that. So anyway, back to the rumors. You know, there are wacky people out there who say the craziest things. And I don't want to say anything about particular people. Some people I think are well-meaning. Other people I think are just fools. And there's a book out there that someone wrote called You Can't Argue with Idiots. Gene, Gene, it's when they get pissy. That's when it really kind of starts to rub you the wrong way. When they're when they're pissy and and inconsequential with not only where they're coming from, but where they think they're going to. It, it just, it's like a waste of, uh, waste of time. And, you know, quite frankly, I'm flattered that someone would have a problem with the fact that the show's getting successful and people are listening and taking notice and, oh, well. So what happens then is you have people who find something to criticize. And if there isn't anything to criticize, they'll make up something. The problem is with something like that is you draw more attention to us, folks. As long as you spell our names right, more and more people hear about the Paracast. And when someone says, don't listen to that show, people decide, hey, we should listen to it because we want to find out what they don't want us to listen to. Well, good point. A little reverse psychology. So maybe this is all part of some like weird Illuminati sort of uh, PR campaign. Well, you know, there was this other radio show, this podcast, where the person was saying how we constantly criticized him on the Paracast. The problem is we never mentioned him on the Paracast. I guess he was looking for a fight, hoping we would. Either that or he was in some alternate dimension where we actually did mention him on the Paracast. Well, you have this TV show. You don't watch TV, so you haven't seen it called Fringe. And Fringe is kind of a modern-day X-Files. Well, I do watch Fringe. No, no, let let me correct you here. Now, I do Hulu Fringe. I like Fringe. I like J.J. Abrams, so I think he's uh, quite brilliant. And after all, how many people can get Leonard Nimoy out of retirement? Yeah, but he's dead. William Bell has passed on to the uh, other side, I guess literally. I know if you're not a Fringe listener, you have no idea what we're talking about. Briefly, there are two realities involved here. There is our reality and the other reality, and the lead character, one of the lead characters, finds a way to go to this other reality to save his dying son. Well, he doesn't save his dying son. He just takes the other counterpart and kidnaps the kid and brings him over. That starts a rent in the fabric of reality, and the other, the other alternate universe is starting to like get wormholes, and these weird sort of anomalies are appearing. But you notice how... It's rooted in 
this basic paranormal concept of another universe. What would happen if we had the second universe? And what would happen to the fabric of reality if we found a way to travel back and forth to that other universe? Well, I think our our guest tonight may have some answers for us on how they travel in this reality in a way that uh, most of our listeners could possibly, well, have a hard time believing. Uh, Richard Sauter... <laughs> He's, he's an amazing guy. We're going to have fun tonight. I'll tell you. And it's his fault that we had to get up in the wee hours of the morning and do this show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's down in, in Ecuador. Oh, is he? He is. Wow. He's Ecuadorian. He has left the U.S. of A. Well, there may be reasons for that. You know. We're going to talk about all that, aren't we? Are the taxes lower down there? Um. Yeah, and probably the price of bananas is pretty low, too. But Well, as long as I have a local Apple store. No, there are no Apple stores in South America, are there? <laughs> no. no, but they have mangoes and papayas and pineapples and coconuts. First off, if you have a question or a comment to make about the PowerCast, we want to hear from you. Just send your messages to news at com. That's news at com. We read every letter we get, and we make every effort, every effort we can to respond to your comments or criticisms or something in between. And we have Richard Souter coming up next on The Paracuts. Jacques Vallée, Bud Hopkins, Brad Steiger, Nick Redfern, Lauren Coleman. You'll find classic and new books by these and many other authors at Anomalous Books, the number one publisher of 14 books on the planet. They specialize in books on UFOs and aliens, Bigfoot and cryptozoology, parapsychology and the paranormal, as well as alternative history, all of which makes Anomalous Books simply phenomenal. Check out their catalog at AnomalousBooks.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-I-S-T Books.com. Again, the Congressional Budget Office sounds the alarm, this time warns of Greek-style U.S. debt crises. You heard me right. The GAO is drawing a parallel between the U.S. economy, its debt, and the current Greek economic meltdown. With the debt-to-GDP chart climbing into unfamiliar territory, the growing budget deficit will rise to unsupportable levels. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. The Federal Debt and Risk of Financial Crises document the CBO has published is a must-read for every American, covering the risk of continued deficit spending coupled with an aging population and the rising interest rates spell economic disaster. It's imperative that you get a copy of this document and study it for yourself. Call me today at 800-686-2237, and I'll send you a free copy. Again, call 800-686-2237 and ask for your copy of the CBO document. Once again, you need to read this government report. Call 800-686-2237. Alex has told you about the terrible, perfect storm of rising food prices. The Japanese tragedy proves how important food is. Our own gas prices are driving food costs through the roof. The huge population countries are buying up American unprotected exports of food. The falling dollar is inflating food prices. Ethanol subsidies are driving fuel and food costs to all-time highs. We are experiencing the greatest explosion of food shortages and food prices America has ever seen. Folks, you have to freeze the cost and availability of your food now. 
through March 31st, eFoods Direct has free shipping on all orders. You can freeze the cost and availability of your food and have it shipped free. Call 800-409-5633 on the web eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. Free shipping ends March 31st. 800-409-5633 on the web eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. Did you know that drinking pure, high-alkaline water is one of the most important factors in maintaining high energy and vibrant health? Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops, available only at AlkaVision.com, combine a unique formula of only the most alkaline minerals. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops alkalize your water, ridding the body of harmful toxins, and helps you regain health and energy. Alkalizing your water by simply adding 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops Helps the body rid itself of acidic waste, increases oxygen content, and raises the pH of your body to healthy levels. And bacteria and viruses cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops for only $29.95 at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com Get in on all the action at forum.theparacast.com We return and our guest is far, far away. Maybe in another galaxy or an underground chamber. We don't know where. So we're going to get some weird interference with this connection. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. You're in the Paracast. Chris, introduce our special guest, please. Dr. Richard Sauter, uh, it's been six or seven years since we talked. It's really good to uh, to talk to you. A lot has gone on in your life uh, in the last couple of years. And for our guests who aren't aware of who you are, I had the pleasure of finding out about your work very early on, back in the early 90s. And I consider you to be one of our preeminent, if not the preeminent expert on the, the whole subject of underground bases and underground underwater facilities uh, that probably exist out there uh, in the black world and, uh, and in the uh, very public world as well. And uh, I consider you one of the most meticulous and uh, just Im- impressively, you blow my mind with your research and how much you've documented your work. You're very careful about stating uh, what you know and what we know and what we don't know. And you're... Um, you're not one to fly off and create confabulations based on your data. I think uh, you approach it from a very grounded, uh, very sober uh, perspective. And um, it's a real pleasure for us to get you on the Paracast. And uh, we're talking at 3 in the morning in your time in Ecuador. And uh, I really want to thank you so much for, for staying up late and taking the time to uh, you know, allow us to introduce you to our Paracast audience. So welcome, welcome, Richard. Thank you so much. Chris and Gene, it's my pleasure to be on the broadcast. I, uh, you know, you rightly observe, uh, Chris, that a lot 
has happened in intervening several years since we uh, have last seen each other. And my, my goodness, just in the last week, we've had this terrific catastrophe in Japan, with uh, first with the earthquake and the tsunami, and now, and now with, with the radiation, the nuclear crisis that just yeah. seems to get oh, it seems to get worse with every every passing day. Of course, uh, the United States and and France and and England began to um, another war against Libya. Richard, just let me put this in perspective. The show yeah, is we're, being we're recorded be road, yes. about a week ahead of the time it's actually going to be broadcast. Yeah. So we are looking at events that may have unfolded in a somewhat different way after this. So let's just put that in perspective, okay? What we can say at this point is that um, we're really facing multiple crises, uh, natural crises, foreign policy crises, uh, economic crises, and these are likely to continue and, uh, in my view, worsen. In the coming days, weeks, and months, the Earth stands poised at a very um, eventful threshold, and the human race really has uh, a, a decision or multiple decisions to make uh, at this juncture as to how we're going to govern our affairs now and going forward, and, and, and that will determine um, our future. Uh, the character of our future in coming years and decades. This is a, a very crucial period. Well, Richard, um, as someone that has um, uh, now a doctorate in um, studying ecology and the environment, I, I'm not exactly sure what your doctorate is in the, the specific discipline, but I do know that you're very, very up to speed on environmental concerns and, and ecology. What what does this recent uh, multiple uh, nuclear reactor fiasco, um, what does that, uh, I mean, how does that bode for, um, you know, the four or 500 nuclear reactors that we have here on the planet? And and do you see this as a harbinger of, of future events, uh, potentially? I mean, what, what, what does this new ratcheting up of um, ecological concerns uh, around specifically nuclear power? I mean, what, what does this... Uh, what kind of alarm bells ring in your mind, or, or do are there any alarm bells? Well, sure, there are alarm bells ringing, and this is a, absolutely a watershed event. Uh, Dr. Helen Caldicott, who has been a very active anti-nuclear campaigner for the last, what, 30 years or more, um, has said the same, that this, this is a, a global catastrophe. And it may be that, that the human race needs a wake-up call like this in order to see the absolute uh, insanity of, of nuclear weapons, or evil, uh, nuclear weapons and nuclear power plants, and the fact that um, we just can't handle this. It's a technology that the human race has demonstrated again and again that it's not wise enough, not savvy enough to deal with. And so it looks like um, we, there will be a global movement against uh, so-called nuclear power and probably also against nuclear weapons in the coming weeks, months, and years. Of course, I've been a nuclear activist in the past myself. I've, I've three times during the course of my life gone on to uh, nuclear missile silos in the United States, and I have conducted nonviolent, peaceful demonstrations on the launch lids of nuclear missiles, uh, missile silos, for which I have been repeatedly jailed, including this past year in the state of North Dakota. 
my expectation is that there will be uh, many more people who will awaken be awakened to the danger of nuclear weapons and nuclear power as this year as we go deeper into this year Richard, just let me ask you, is that why you're in Ecuador, because they're looking for you here? Maybe I'm being half serious. No. No, I'm, I'm not in South America because I'm being uh, looked for in the United States. I came down here on a vacation and on a vision quest and uh, decided to stay after I was here two or three weeks. I decided to stay. Uh, I saw no reason to return. I, in effect, have come to regard the... United States government is a, is a great evil and a source of tremendous trouble and oppression and in the world I no longer desired to physically reside in the United States and so I have elected not to return and it's possible that I will not uh, come back to the United States for a very long time. It is my intention to remain in South America for the foreseeable future. All right. The main focus, of course, I guess we're going to cover for this episode is your investigation to what they call underground bases. And I was looking here in doing research about you that some books that you've come out with, including Hidden in Plain Sight Beyond the X-Files. So when we talk about underground bases, and we're going to continue with this with our next segment, are we speaking here of military bases that they have for whatever reason they do things underground are we talking about bases from other beings either from here or from other planets that kind of thing that's one of the things we want to cover a reminder folks if you want to contact us here at the Paracast send your letters by email news at the com. News at thepowercast.com. What I can say is that we read each and every message, and we respond to most of them. And if I can't respond, I'll let Chris do it. Let Chris do all the work. <laughs> That's what a co-host is for. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack! Attack! Of the Rockwell. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans a galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack, Attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. Attack, Attack. Of the Rockwell, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. 
The food storage industry leader has done it again. Introducing FDG Clubs and Survival Bucks from the Freeze Dry Guy. For over 39 years, the Freeze Dry Guy has served various government agencies and the private sector with the finest in storable foods and emergency rations. If you've wanted to build emergency food supplies but couldn't afford it, now you can. Go to freezedryguy.com, click on products, and look for the Freeze Dry Guy Clubs to pay as you go. Now you can build food storage without going into debt. Choose from a payment range of $95 to $450 per month our clubs work with everyone's budget plus when you join freeze dry guy clubs you'll get additional rewards for example this month get 10 percent back in survival bucks on all purchases in the freeze dry guy product line plus free shipping within the lower 48 states on any order amount hurry go to freeze dry or call 866-404-3663 that's freeze dry or call 866-404-3663 the freeze dry guy the best you can buy We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over five years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today, complete with two black Berkey elements for only $220. And the Berkey Guy will include three sport Berkey water bottles and ship everything to you free of charge. That's right, three sport Berkey water bottles and free shipping. An $87 value, yours free. Call the Berkey Guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at GoBerkey.com. That's GoBerkey.com today. It's the winter cold and flu supplement sale at HerbalHealer.com. Take advantage of Herbal Healer Academy's incredible savings on the best cold and flu supplements available. Many of you know elderberry is exceptional against viral infections. Right now, Herbal Healer Academy has elderberry power. Regularly priced at $16.95, now incredibly low at only $10 for 60 vegetarian caps. For children and seniors, our Herbal Healer Academy flu away elderberry liquid is only $13 for a four-ounce bottle. Also on Super Sale, olive leaf capsules, oregano oil plus capsules, and our incredible Respirate formula, Oregacillin Physician Strength Capsules for your lungs. Normally $34.95, now just $25. Hit the winter specials link at HerbalHealer.com for these cold and flu supplement specials and other on-sale products like apple cider vinegar, brain power, and neuro recovery. New customers get a free catalog with your first order. Log on and hit the winter specials now at HerbalHealer.com. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Hello, this is Rosemary Ellen Guiley, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. We return. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. You're in the Paracast. Dr. Richard Souter is our guest, and I pose the question. When we talk about underground bases, where are these bases sourced? Who are they peopled by? Tell us. Well, you know, um, there are more than... There's more than one kind of underground base, and certainly um, the military, the United States military, and other militaries 
have underground bases. Um, but it's not only the military agencies that are active underground. They are, but it's not only them that, that you will find underground. Um, there are a wide variety of agencies and organizations and corporations that have made underground facilities of all kinds. In fact, it's it, it's important to understand that an underground facility or base can be and frequently uh, would be multi-purpose. Uh, some of the things that you would find underground, of course, would be weapons systems, both weapons storage and um, active weapon systems deployment. Uh, these could be nuclear weapon systems and other sorts as well. You could find uh, and do find uh, scientific and engineering installations underground. Of course, it would be industrial facilities of various kinds. Um, also, um, command control and communications facilities, uh, both military and non-military. There are facilities that store data or that would have uh, computer systems, including supercomputing systems underground, uh, transportation facilities, power generation facilities, and on and on. There are many different kinds of facilities underground, and of course, they can be, and, and frequently are, quite large. Uh, I've run across references to facilities able to accommodate 2,000 personnel or more uh, they can and do in many cases sprawl for miles underground. They can be quite deep. And when I see deep, I'm not talking just about hundreds of feet underground or even thousands of feet. In some cases, they can be a mile or more underground. So when I say deep, I mean they can be extraordinarily deep. The technology that's deployed in some of these facilities is just cutting edge. It can be very sophisticated, uh, virtually sci-fi-like, sci science fiction-like. And, of course, many of these facilities would be, um, if not clandestine and, and very secretive, um, very um, highly secure so that the, the average member of the public would find it very difficult to get in a lot of these facilities, number one, because their whereabouts are not always publicly known. But even if they are publicly known, um, you don't just walk in because the security level is usually very high and and designed to uh, thwart uh, just casual uh, people, you know, pe people with casual uh, curiosity from just um, walking in off the street, so to speak. It's very hard to do that. One of the things that has always impressed me about your research, um, and, and one thing that stuck with me for many years was your admonition to a conference audience back, I think, in 96. Uh, to You challenged the audience to go out and find from any appropriations bill. And I, I do seem to remember that you combed through many years of uh, congressional appropriation bills looking for funding that could, could possibly explain how they were able to afford and, and, and where the money came to build these uh, um, at least 130, I think, of facilities, if not more by now. Um, have you ever been able to find any sort of documentation of yeah. how many of these? Yeah, go ahead. Well, sure. From, from various sources, um, you can find uh, some dribs and drabs of information, but understand that quite a lot of this, the lion's share of this type of work, at least as regards uh, 
United States government facilities and or corporate facilities, uh, Fortune 500, for example, um, that the lion's share of this construction and the maintenance is done off the public record. So when you go looking in publicly available um, budget documentation, for example, you will find very little in the way of a smoking gun because so much of it is classified or not even classified. It's done totally in the black world so that um, there, there are no, um, in terms of finding appropriations, uh, r records and appropriations bills, for example, you won't, you won't find much of anything. But I, I have documented in, in my conference talks and other articles and books, things like, for example, um, Bill Goley's uh, book from you know, 20 or 30 years ago entitled Breaking Cover. And Bill Goley worked in the, the military office in the White House for four or five administrations starting way back in the end of the Eisenhower administration and going all the way up into the, the Carter administration. And um, excuse me, I think he actually started in the Johnson administration. But what Bill Goley, Bill Goley, G U L L E Y, revealed was that um, already starting in the 50s under Eisenhower, there was a concerted program to make underground facilities for the president's use, and there were scores of these made um, during that that period, all all the way starting back in the 50s. I think there were something like 70 of them made. So beginning back in the 50s, and actually my research shows before there was a um, ongoing program of construction of state-of-the-art underground bases, and that continues to the present day. Now, the military office in the White House is something that's virtually under the president's control and his discretion alone. Um, it's top secret uh, that you really wouldn't find any um, funding information for it on the public record because it's it's off the books, so to speak. And Goley, in fact, made a point of 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 demonstrating that even if you were to go to look, the most dedicated spy, uh, forensic uh, accounting spy, for example, would have difficulty finding the funding trail for this because it's so artfully and deceitfully hidden that. Um, even if you knew what you were doing, it would be hard to find it. So quite a lot of this construction has, is completely off the books and uh, can't be found by the average member of the public and even by a, some, someone who has expertise in forensic accounting. Even then, you wouldn't be able to find it. So um, we have been snookered. We have been lied to, and we have our, po our collective pockets have been picked. That's the long and the short of it. So the big question here is, what purpose do these mysterious, unaccounted-for bases serve? Well, and, and, and what we can say is they serve at least the purposes that I cited a few minutes ago, uh, but likely far more. Um, my research indicates that there are secret weapons programs underground, certainly um, also secret engineering programs of, of various sorts, which would, would likely include genetic engineering, also cutting-edge research in material science, in supercomputing, in weapons research, in uh, energy research. And um, I strongly suggest, uh, suspect that um, organized crime 
has underground facilities and is active in them. And to get around to your question of a few minutes ago, um, the evidence strongly points in, in the direction of off-planet intelligences and civilizations uh, interacting underground on this planet as well, including with very secretive elements of the military-industrial espionage complex, uh, both underground and undersea. And evidently this has been going on for at least the past half century and perhaps more. All right, so let's try to strip the fact yeah, well, and see and how, yes, we could possibly figure out how to prove this and how you discovered this. What evidence led you to believe that these bases exist? A lot more to cover. If you have a question or a comment to make about the PowerCast, we want to hear from you. Just send your messages to news at thepowercast.com. That's news at thepowercast.com. Dr. Richard Souter is our guest. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. You're in the PowerCast. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com Are you still a traditional smoker? Now experience a new lifestyle and try vaping with e-cigarettes by LeSig. Imagine no ashes, stains, nasty smell, or coughing and hacking. With LeSig e-cigarettes revolutionary microelectronic technology, rechargeable battery, and unique replaceable cartridge, you'll get all the benefits and satisfaction of smoking without the hazards. Choose your taste from a wide variety of our new American-made vaporeat e-liquids at LeSig.com. And LeSig smokes the competition by serving thousands of worldwide customers with real people customer service, fast, free, same-day shipping, and a 30 day warranty and satisfaction guarantee so are you ready for a new vaping lifestyle then call 870-518-4307 that's 870-518-4307 or visit lesig.com spelled l-e-c-i-g.com lesig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker there's mounting evidence suggesting that there are people governments corporations and whole professions intent on short-circuiting humanity's well-being GMO, food legislation protecting big agriculture, the attempted elimination of vitamins and alternative medicines, it seems their hand has been tipped. They want to dictate your health, wealth, and your longevity. Whatever the outcome, we have a solution. Wild edible food. Why worry about food when all has been provided? We imagine that we were ejected from the garden and never invited back, but the garden's still here. There is an endless wild abundance which grows all over our green earth, just waiting for you to wake up and see it. Let author Linda Runyon teach you how to see, know, get, prepare, store, and eat wild edible food. Save money, add nutrition, and ignore the noise when you go shopping in nature's supermarket. 
Go to ofthefield.com and get started today. Or call 1-888-51-EAT-FREE. That's ofthefield.com or call 1-888-51-EAT-FREE and begin to see a different world. Nine years, thousands of clients worldwide, amazing results. And here's more proof of the effectiveness of how heart and body extract supports good circulation and healthy arterial flow. My name is Crystal. I'm a 45-year-old and live in Houston, Texas. I was diagnosed with having mitral valve prolapse 10 years ago. My cardiologist said surgery and drugs was the only thing he could offer me. What did Crystal do? I ordered heart and body extract in August 2006. When I first took my first 15 drops, I embraced the formula and could even feel the goodness of the formula starting to work. Clean, clear arteries are happy arteries after using heart and body extract. Learn more at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. That's hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. HB Extract comes with a 100% ironclad money-back guarantee. Details at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305 for heart and body extract. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. You're in the Paracast. You never know what's going to happen next. On the Paracast with Gene Steinberg and Chris O'Brien, we have Dr. Richard Souter. He has a number of books on the subject of secret underground bases, including Hidden in Plain Sight Beyond the X-Files, which, by the way, has a forward by our old friend Richard Dolan. So, very interesting there. Okay, Richard, so the big question is here, how did you discover the existence of these bases? Where's the proof? How do we find it if it's being kept such a big, dark secret? Well, first, Gene, let's let's talk about Richard's well, motivation to get to get involved in all this. That story is uh, is one of the most compelling stories I've ever heard from a fellow researcher. Okay, well, I like backstories, so okay, so let's have your backstory. Tell us how you got dragged into this. Well, you know, back in um, the late nineteen eighties, I moved out to the Southwest to pursue uh, continue my graduate studies and. And, and studies for a doctorate, which which I did obtain after several years of very hard work. Uh, but when I first arrived in the Southwest in New Mexico, I heard people um, whom I had met, casual acquaintances, speaking about purported secret underground bases and tunnels in that region of North America where there were uh, purported little gray aliens working, uh, uh, you, you know, um, side by side with allegedly with clandestine elements of the United States military. And I found these stories very interesting. Um, I had no way to disprove or prove them, but I listened to what people had to say. And uh, after a few years went by, I had a break in my schedule, in my academic schedule, and I decided to look into this and find out if there were really uh, secret underground bases. Well, what I found out opened my eyes. I found out, yeah, there are a good many underground bases all over the country. I wasn't able to determine if there were little gray aliens in these bases, but I established to my satisfaction that indeed there were 
plenty of underground bases, and I did that by just doing basic um, research. I went to the library and found read books and and articles and documents, uh, just using keyword searches. In those days, um, almost 20 years ago, there were still uh, paper card catalogs that you went to through, and there were paper cards and then you went to the stacks in the library and you found documents and 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 books and you read what was there which is what i did nowadays most libraries have online catalogs and you search electronically um so you can search search much faster now than you could you know 15 or 20 years ago but that's what i did and i found a good a good bit of information and so i wrote a short article for ufo magazine in los angeles um but run by um don ecker and vicky cooper and they published my little brief article saying that i couldn't answer the question as to whether there were uh little gray aliens underground in these bases but in fact there were a good number and there are a good number of underground bases run by a variety of agencies and organizations, uh, United States military, but others as well. It's not just the military underground. Or they are underground, too. Okay, so you're looking up information in libraries that appear to point to the existence of these bases. But this is something that I guess no, there's is no alluded everyone else, they the media, everything? Pardon me? I'm trying to understand how this comes to you, but nobody else seems to have found the existence of these bases. We've heard rumors, of course, of these bases, but where do you see the hidden information? How is it, as they say in that book, hidden in plain sight for everyone to find? Why would they do that? Wouldn't they want to keep it to a point where nobody can find out what these things are, what these bases are, where they're located, unless they have the need to know? Well, well, well. Let me finish. You see, my that's a short question, but the answer is longer than much longer than the question. So, if you let me uh, continue speaking as we go go along, you'll see. Um, so, I, I documented quite a few underground bases just from the the public record. There are a fair number of them that are are publicly known, and so I wrote this short article, and they published it. Uh, in UFO magazine, it appeared in the first week of November in 1992, 19 years ago now. So at that point, I, I, I had a feeling that I had been there and done that, that I had uh, exhausted the topic. Well, less than two months later, um, over the holidays in 1992, I was uh, sleeping soundly one night in the week be- between Christmas and New Year's. When I was suddenly awakened from a very sound sleep and all of a sudden I was laying there on my back in the dark in my apartment in in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I was suddenly very relaxed, very wide awake, very alert and wondering why that was the case. Well, I didn't have to wonder long because suddenly I heard a very clear voice in my ear, just as if someone had put the earpiece from a transistor radio or a, a, a similar small electronic device in my ear. And um, suddenly I heard a voice from out of nowhere uh, speak to me in my inner ear directly, and the voice addressed me and And I'll never forget what the voice said to me. It said, the underground bases are real. 
Now that's a dramatically a dramatic opening line. It grabbed my attention immediately. Now from the beginning, from the first second, split second, literally, I never had any question as to what was happening. I understood immediately um, why the voice was speaking to me. I understood that the voice was was that of the voice was that of an adult Caucasian male speaking normally accented late twentieth century English. It was the voice of a university educated adult male. And I understood immediately that he had some direct knowledge of underground bases. I understand immediately he was speaking to me using some electronic means that permitted him to transmit his voice into my inner ear or into my auditory cortex. And I understand he was using something like a brain transmitter, if you will. And now I that's also starting to sound like Richard Shaver, the- you know, Richard Shaver and his Telog rays. If you remember that story. Well, yes. Well, yes, yes, yes. But yes and no. Um, this this voice then went on to tell me that um, there are many underground bases and there are many people working in them. That the technology being used them in in them is sophisticated and advanced. Uh, that um, it, that there are are large projects and programs being carried out that the average person uh, does not suspect even exist, but that if the average person were to know about them and learn about what is happening underground, that they would just be amazed and astonished at the scope and the breadth of what is happening, and that a lot of this is, is very highly unusual. And he went on in that vein for two or three, two or three minutes, and, and, and what he said uh, gave me to understand that um, there are corporations and agencies and organizations involved, and that is all uh, it's happening on a, on a large scale. So he went on like that for two or three minutes and then just stopped as abruptly as he had begun. Now, it and sounds to me like a deep left throat left here. Left. You know, it sounds like a deep throat kind of character. So he picked you out because you wrote the article for UFO magazine? I think so. He didn't directly cite the article, but it was clear to me that that was why he had selected me to talk to. And um, so when he finished, I was left laying there in the dark on my back thinking, wow, you know, this is a a lot of information here. And if it is true, it means that there must be a paper trail because what he described to me was very large in scope. And I decided then, and and I knew there had to be Fortune 500 companies involved and and many different agencies involved. And I knew because of my studies in political science that um, there had to be a paper trail because bureaucracies, if they do nothing else, they produce paper and lots of it. And so the very next day, I began my archival research. I ramped it up to the next level, and I just combed through everything uh industrial records and documents and 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 uh, reports military reports and and i mean everything from a to z books magazines i did keyword searches starting all the way back in the 40s in the world war ii period and coming forward and i found plenty of evidence for a wide variety of agencies, military agencies, civil agencies, uh, Fortune 500 companies, um, agencies like the Rand Corporation, for example, and on and on. I'll tell you what, um, I hate to interrupt, Richard, but we have to do this break. Richard Souter, Ph.D., joining us. 
I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. You're in the Paracast. Hi, Ted Anderson announcing a great way to listen to radio on the telephone. By calling 760-569-7700, you'll be hearing GCNlive.com programs in seconds. Come to GCNlive.com, find your favorite host's dedicated phone number, and hear them 24-7. You heard me right, every show has a dedicated phone number. Stop by GCNlive.com and bookmark their number today. And again, that's 760-569-7700. We the People Grow Cotton, Weave Fabric, Engrave Ink, Embed Strips and Fibers to protect from counterfeit and carding to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We return with Richard Souter, PhD. We're talking about how he first learned of the existence of underground bases of one sort or another. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Now, I'm going to ask the devil's advocate question here, which i got to do, Richard, so let's understand it has to be asked. Okay, so you heard this voice. You're home in bed. You weren't just dreaming, were you? Well, no, you see, because this, this is the reality check. Um, I went out and checked what the voice had told me and uh, found that indeed there was plentiful evidence and I continue you know right on down through the years to find plentiful evidence that what the voice told me was absolutely true and in fact what was interesting to me was some years later uh, I was talking to um, a source that I can't publicly identify and I was almost uh, floored when the source, uh, because I've written about this this incident in in my books and spoken about it in, in a variety of interviews over the years, and and the source um, said to me point blank, "Was it my voice that you heard?" And and I had to say because well, some years I haven't had heard passed, this one. <laughs> what, well, because some years had passed, I I had to tell the source. Uh, just as frankly as <laughs> I had been asked, you know, now that you ask me, I can't say, uh, was it you? And of course, I got a uh, the, uh, the, the source de- demurred. Let's just say that didn't didn't give me a, a a frank yes or no. But I I felt like it was a very interesting question, for, and only one person has asked me that, by the way, over the years. So I take it as more or less a tacit admission that that person may well have been the been the guy behind the broadcast and I would say as well that that person has worked at a very high level we're talking about area 51 colleague of of Dr. Edward Teller type of of source okay i want to get more into this voice and the mechanism by which the information was conveyed to you now this happened many years ago 
So is there a practical use of this technique? Are we able to have a means of projecting voices in the inner ear now, today? Is, or is it something that's just been lingering top well, secret actually, underground actually, for 20 years? No, no. No, it's not even, I wouldn't say top secret. All the way back in the World War II period, uh, yeah. military electronic electronic technicians noticed that when they were working around um, the first generation of radars, that they heard clicking sounds and other sounds in their, in their ears, in their heads. So following on from that, early on, the um, military-industrial complex uh, began to develop what is called artificial or electronic telepathy. And there are indeed um, patents for this, uh, for conveying sound directly into the inner ear or into the auditory cortex of the human, human mind, human brain. Um, I do cite one of these patents. In, in my books, in my book, um, Kundalini Tales, I actually reproduce this patent. And so this technology has been around for decades. It's not magic, it's nuts and bolts, um, electronic engineering. And it's what the, the, the technique used to do it is pulsed microwaves. They modulate pulsed microwaves, and you can beam uh, intelligible sound right into the human mind. So this is, I cite a a patent from the late 1970s, so that's um, decades ago. Uh, okay, but the question I have then is the well location. Understood. How do they locate you? How precise can they locate somebody? Do they have to first know where you live, know where your bedroom is, what kind of range does it have, and how do you point the beam to a specific person and not somebody else? Maybe you had somebody else in the room with they here too. Well, I can't answer that, but the, but the electronic means for targeting any specific geographic coordinate on the Earth's surface, I mean, down to the square meter, uh, that technology, again, has existed for decades. Um, the, the NRO, the CIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency, the NSA, uh, they have had this technology for, for a long time. So uh, targeting, even from orbit, any specific uh, geographic coordinate with great precision. Um, they've been, uh, Gene, this has been done for a long time. Richard, if someone was in the room with you, would they hear it too, or is it only you because it's that precise? You know, I, I don't know. And, and you have to understand as well that uh, neurotech, neuroscience is, is well advanced. And I cite other, other patents in my book, Kundalini Terra with mind control applications, the technology for identifying and, and targeting any given individu individual is well advanced. I understand from, from my, my research and reading of, of the um, mind control literature, which is extensive, uh, that it is possible in effect to dial in any given individual because every individual has a distinct um, brain signature, if you will, so that once that is is known, individuals can be uh, selected and targeted electronically because every individual has a unique brain signature. Okay, now how far back does this technology extend? We're talking about profile. the 1980s, we're talking about the 50s, the 40s, how far back? 70s at least, and I, I, I suspect it would go back okay. to the 50, 50s. But yeah, Andrea, 70s, Andrea Pouart. This way. If, if in the 1970s, 
these this this technology is being publicly patented my suggest my suspicion is it was developed much earlier in the um secretly in the military industrial espionage complex and the reason i mentioned that of course if we go back to the legend of richard shaver he was working as a welder in pennsylvania i guess in the late 30s early 40s and hear those voices of course then there's the theory that richard shaver was just crazy in hearing voices people do hear voices and it's not done by a third party. People hear voices for other reasons. So we're separating that. So is it possible that any of the technology we're talking about, the rudimentary beginnings, would have started that far back? Yeah, Gene, I, I can answer that one. Uh, All right, you, know you know, Chris, yes. you answer it. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, one of one of the more enigmatic figures, I think, in the whole uh, birth of the, of the New Age movement, for instance, and... Uh, some early um, experimentation that was done with uh, with microwaves and also radio signals uh, was done by An- Andrea Puharik back in the late 40s and early 50s. He was involved in several programs. Uh, there's documentation uh, about this as well um, that involved, uh, for instance, uh, uh, a tooth implant that was able to uh, produce radio signals and auditory um, signals to um, unwitting patients, if you will, and in other programs. So, of course, the work of Delgado in the uh, early 70s, I mean, the famous film footage of him stopping a bull uh, in mid-charge in a bull ring with uh, an electronic device that was was uh, tuned into the to the bull's uh, uh, brain. Um, there has been, as Richard points out, uh, very public uh, work in this field. It's not well known, but, but it's there. And I think, uh, Richard, I take your point, uh, uh, to heart in, in thinking if they're exposing you know public knowledge of this technology in the 70s uh, you know they had to have been working on it for um, one or two or if not more decades well of course the next question I have here is all right if you can communicate by voice send the voice to the inner ear okay can you also engage in some sort of mind control make people think they're seeing things or hearing things that aren't really there it's all a projection why certainly that's the case and and there is an extensive mind control literature if anyone wants to know about mind control just do keyword searches online about mind control and you will find all the literature you care to read you can go to amazon.com and there are uh, many books on the mind control topic that have been written um, that you can you can buy and inform yourself um, so there's Project no question, mind con- electronic mind control yes all right, I'm well, going to lead you something here, and I think our listeners know what I'm going to be asking because of a topic that's really been hot in the UFO and paranormal fields in recent months. And I'm going to ask that question when we get back from our brief break. We have Dr. Richard Sauter talking about underground alien bases. We're also talking about mind control techniques with sophisticated electronics and stuff. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. You're in the Paracast. Have you been sitting on a few great domain name ideas but haven't locked them in for yourself? Good. Now you can buy them through the number one domain name registrar, Namecheap.com, as voted by the top tech blog Lifehacker. Just like the name says, you can buy domains cheap, as low as $2.99. And every new domain comes with WhoisGuard, our special privacy service, free for the first year. Now that you know, it's time to grab those domain names before someone else does. Namecheap.com. Go now. Namecheap.com. 
Fate Magazine provides true reports of the strange and unknown. Keep up with the latest on angels and miracles, psychic phenomena, ghosts, UFOs, life after death, and much, much more. To receive your free issue of Fate Magazine, call now at 1-800-728-2730 or visit their website at www.fatemag.com. That's 1-800-728-2730. What are you waiting for? Your fate awaits gold it's like nothing else on earth from the romans through the renaissance from the industrial age to the space age gold has weathered the test of time for six thousand years gold has remained the ultimate store of wealth according to the world gold council and the u.s mint demand is at an all-time high the stage is being set for the re-emergence of gold as the common sense alternative to a fiat paper currency that gets weaker every day midas resources is proud to offer the hard-hitting report that arms you with the truth you need to protect you and your family from the Fed's plans for your hard-earned money. Don't gamble with your future. Call Midas Resources today and ask for your free copy of As Good As Gold. Call 1-800-686-2237 for the report the Fed hopes you'll never see. As Good As Gold can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. If you have ever thought about owning gold, you must read this report. Call Midas today at 800-686-2237. Alex has told you about the terrible, perfect storm of rising food prices. The Japanese tragedy proves how important food is. Our own gas prices are driving food costs through the roof. The huge population countries are buying up American unprotected exports of food. The falling dollar is inflating food prices. Ethanol subsidies are driving fuel and food costs to all-time highs. We are experiencing the greatest explosion of food shortages and food prices America has ever seen. Folks, you have to freeze the cost and availability of your food now. Through March 31st, eFoods Direct has free shipping on all orders. You can freeze the cost and availability of your food and have it shipped free. Call 800-409-5633 on the web eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. Free shipping ends March 31st. 800-409-5633 on the web eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. Never buy home canning jar lids again. No kidding. When you buy Tadler reusable canning lids once, you'll never buy canning lids ever again. Safely store emergency preparedness foods for years. Traditional metal lids are single-use throwaways containing BPA. But Tadler reusable canning lids are guaranteed to last a lifetime when used as designed for home canning. Tadler lids are made with a USDA and FDA-approved food-grade plastic, safe for direct food contact, and contain no BPA. Tadler lids are dishwasher safe, usable with standard pressure or water bath canning. Eliminate food spoilage from acid corrosion. Fit standard mason jars are indefinitely reusable and are proudly made in the USA. Place orders at reusablecanninglids.com or call 1-877-747-2793. 877-747-2793. Call 877-747-2793 or go to reusablecanninglids.com. That's reusablecanninglids.com for Tadler Reusable Canning Lids, the original since 1976. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. 
And if you want to catch up on past episodes, we have hundreds of shows for you to download direct from theparacast.com. That's theparacast.com. Or check us out on iTunes. We return. Dr. Richard Sounder joining us about underground alien bases, underground military bases, whatever they might be, wherever they and might underwater. be. And underwater. Underwater, underwater. We haven't even gone to the water yet. Chris O'Brien's the co-host. I'm Gene Steinberg. We're in the Paracast. I'm going to ask that question. Mind control, Richard. Okay, so if the military wanted to make someone believe they had been abducted by UFO aliens, could they do that easily? Is that what's being done? I think some of both. I, I, I you know, I am... Um I've read a lot of uh, ufological literature over the years. I do know a fair number of um, ufologists, and I follow the field. I am not a professional ufologist. I never have been. However, I know a great deal more about it than the average person off the street because I've gone out of my way uh, to learn. I have seen UFOs myself. And I, I have to say that, yes, that's possible. I think that that there are a... There is a, uh, a large suite of interrelated UFO phenomena, and the military-industrial espionage complex absolutely are involved with UFOs in many ways, up, down, and sideways, as well as with um, many UFOs, uh, UFO recipients, experiencers, and abductees. Uh, Melinda Leslie has done some interesting work in this in this regard, uh, interesting and important, um, as have many others. The late Carla Turner did, and, and many others dealt with the abductee issue. And the, the mind control aspect is absolutely part of this. It's clear that the, uh, the military-industrial espionage complex employs mind control and has for many years, for decades, including within the realm of so-called um, UFO abductions and UFO sightings. And yeah, yes, it's, it's perfectly plausible that they may stage events uh, for their own purposes. But it's also clear to me that um, so-called alien and or extraterrestrial um, elements do the same thing. Uh, many, many people who have interacted with UFOs have, or have seen them, who have been on them, who have been abducted by uh, UFO knots or, or beings uh, in UFOs have reported experiences that, that, that absolutely smack of mind control and or manipulation of hum, human thought process and perception. So this, the UFO field is rife with um, – mind control of all kinds and you could even broad, broaden the question to ask whether this whole planet is just a, a vast mind you know what well we don't want to use the word it's commercial radio but we understand the connection okay so it's kind of be like the matrix scenario then yeah i think i think you know when the when the ancient uh, sages said, know yourself. People think to themselves, I think in this day and age, oh yeah, well I know myself. Well, let, you, let me assure you, my friends, it ain't that easy. To really know yourself is a lifetime of really hard work and serious meditation and introspection. And the deeper you go into yourself, the more you realize there is to know and the harder it is to know what there is to know, not only about the world, but most especially about yourself. And to know your own mind is a very difficult task. 
very few people know their self, themselves. Okay, let's try to know about motivations here. Okay, if there are mind control experiments being performed on people around the world, making them believe they see UFOs or they're being abducted by aliens, to what purpose? To muddy the waters. Um, understand, I've, I, I take it for a given that there, there is the universe and this galaxy are teeming with life. I mean, NASA admitted publicly, what, two or three weeks ago, that there's something like 50 billion planets, according to their reckoning, in this, in this galaxy alone. I would think as time goes forward that they will uh, up that figure far beyond 50 billion, but 50 billion already is a very large number. And I would, I would uh, hazard to guess that a very large number of those planets would have life forms on them, and a certain percentage are likely to have intelligent life forms. In other words, I'm saying we almost certainly are not alone in the universe, never have been, and we probably are not even alone in our own galactic neighborhood. I will go further and say that almost certainly, in fact, I think it's, it is certain that a certain percentage of those life forms will be a lot more intelligent than us and further advanced with their science, their techno technology, and their engineering, and their their consciousness will be more highly elevated than ours. And, and when they come here, I guarantee you that they, they will appear very strange to us and that when we interact with them, when we get in the, in the, in the consciousness field of beings that are, are, are much more highly advanced than us, it is almost certain that it will, will affect our consciousness in all kinds of woo-woo ways or ways that we will perceive as bizarre, mind-bending ways if you will, and that that is just the beginning of it. So in, when we go, when we're in the presence of other energy fields, powerful energy fields, including other powerful mental fields, it is absolutely going to affect our consciousness. And I think the military, starting all the way back in the Roswell days, understood that when, when, when we, earthbound humans, with our limited understanding, are around beings with a more highly advanced advanced mental field, more highly advanced consciousness. And when we are around their technology, which, by the way, may itself be self-aware, that it is going to affect our, our awareness in all kinds of ways. And I think they understood that early on and determined, I think one of the things they started back engineering from the very beginning was mind control technology because they stumbled across it at Roswell, and have probably stumbled across it multiple times since. And I okay, think well, let's back go back to Roswell. Because, that is well. Okay, you raise the Roswell specter again. Okay, so you believe Roswell involved the crash of a spaceship, that bodies were... I'm not saying, I'm not saying it was a spaceship. Okay. I'm not saying it was a spaceship. I'm saying something very strange happened at Roswell, and the United States military has been lying about what happened ever since 1947, right down to the present day. So what uh, do you I'm, think happened? If it's not E.T., what was it? I, I didn't say it wasn't E.T. I said, I said something really strange happened, and, and I wouldn't categorize it as E.T. or not E.T. I think it was so strange that to the present day, the United States military cannot and will not speak publicly and frankly about what happened. They have compartmentalized all of that in very secret 
secretive black project starting that day and continuing to the present day. Uh, exactly what happened, I can't say, other than that it was very highly strange. And whatever it was, the military has been back engineering and spinning ever since. All right, well, I want to pursue this, how you know this, and we'll get into the mechanisms under which you reach these theories in a moment. Well, it's clear. Richard Souter, Ph.D., joining us. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. You're in the Paracast. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack! Attack! of the Rockwoods. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes, The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans the galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack, Attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack, Attack. Of the Rockwell, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. Do you want to learn more about preparing for the hard times ahead? Have you ever thought about actually getting off the grid and becoming truly self-reliant? Introducing Off the Grid News, a weekly newsletter for independent Americans who want practical advice on how to survive and even prosper in an increasingly dangerous world. It's the best way to get a black belt in emergency preparedness, survival skills, and off-the-grid living. Packed with hard-hitting information on gardening, food preparation, alternative energy, and home security, there's simply nothing like it. And the best part, this $100 annual subscription is now free of charge. Simply sign up today and you'll also get our hard-hitting report, Food Shock, why 2011 could be the single most important year in American history to plant a family garden. It's absolutely free for listeners who sign up at offthegridnews.net. That's offthegridnews.net. Get your free Food Shock right now at offthegridnews.net. Before you throw away your used batteries, you need to listen to this. Now, going green can save money. Go green and save money by giving life to your used batteries by charging them with the Renaissance Charger. The Renaissance Charger uses a new revolutionary battery charging technology that effectively extends the life of new batteries and gives new life to used batteries. Invented by legendary audio genius John Bedini, this unique and patented charging system rejuvenates the electrochemical plate structure in the battery without additives, increasing capacity and maintaining cell integrity. Renaissance Charge offers a full line of products made in the USA for all types and sizes of batteries. Find out why our customers tell us the Renaissance Charger is the only battery charger they will ever use. Save your money. Save the environment. Visit us online at r-charge.com. That's r-charge.com. Or call us at 208-772-4514. That's 208-772-4514. Be a part of the revolution today. 
Did you know that drinking pure, high alkaline water is one of the most important factors in maintaining high energy and vibrant health? Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops, available only at AlkaVision.com, combine a unique formula of only the most alkaline minerals. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops alkalize your water, ridding the body of harmful toxins, and helps you regain health and energy. Alkalizing your water by simply adding 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops helps the body rid itself of acidic waste, increases oxygen content, and raises the pH of your body to healthy levels. And bacteria and viruses cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops for only $29.95 at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. This is Philip Rogno. You're listening to Paracast, one of the most informative shows out there. So listen closely. We have Dr. Richard Souter. We're talking about mind control, underground alien bases, underground military bases, and lots, lots more under the sea. Everywhere else, I'm Gene Steinberg. Chris O'Brien's the co-host. You're in the Paracast. I have to tell you, though, if it's under the sea, I don't want to go there. Water and I don't work very well, except I drink water. That's fine, but I don't like the other kind in the ocean. You know, after watching the movie Titanic, I gave up on traveling on boats. So that was it for me. Okay. Gene, we'll give, we'll give you some water wings. Okay, I'll go for that. <laughs> I could use something. <laughs> Touche. Need all the help I can get. Okay, Richard, let's just look at this further. You have some very interesting thought processes here about what happened. That Roswell, which is pretty wild itself, the crash of a alien spacecraft, something more, something unusual. Now, that goes against the other theories we've heard of Roswell. Why do you reach that conclusion? Where's the evidence that points you in the direction of something really, really weird? Well, first of all, let's just say that there's no question something happened at Roswell that the military is lying about and has been for, what, more than half a century. We have books uh, by, by multiple researchers. Philip Corso, for example, wrote a book on Roswell. And then you have uh, many other people who've uh, written on, on Roswell, Randall and Schmidt, um, and, and, and a whole, whole slew of other people. There's just no question. And, and a lot of this research has been very good, by the way, uh, and, and, and thoroughgoing. There's no question that a major event of very high strangeness happened at Roswell, and it's been covered up ever since. Why do I say that it was... Um, of a uh, very highly strange nature. Well, simply because of so many conversations I've had with researchers over the years and my own surmisal of what occurred, if, if indeed it was not very highly strange, then there's no reason to keep it so, so quiet and covered up. For, well, yeah, uh, but if it's a, a spaceship, Richard, that's pretty strange. So you're talking about something more elaborate here. It's not just the crash. It's a more extravagant event. So maybe you can explain well, let, what this let, event let might be. You, yes, let me. Well, let me tell you. I, I have I have many contacts with researchers in the United States and also researchers 
out of the United States. And, and I'll just say that some of the things that have been associated with Roswell have not been brought forth publicly and may never be for, for a variety of reasons, including some people um, being concerned about their, um, their personal well-being, let's put it that way. Uh, but I am satisfied, and I can't say with any um, specificity that would uh, that would that would uh, conclusively prove to the um, uh, someone with a casual interest in ufology that something really strange occurred at Roswell. Other than to say that I have spoken with enough people. All right, all right. We're speaking in generalities and, and here. Research enough. What is the yes. strange event? That's, that's, if it's not a crash, what Richard, I'm, what is the event? Among other things, it was a crash, but it was more than that. It was the recovery of bodies and the recovery of technology that was um, so far beyond, or I will say not beyond, but so far different from what. Um, the terrestrial human society had in, in the late 1940s and even today in, in in our everyday realm let's put it that way so far different from that that it was sequestered and deep sixed to the present day because what you face with a lot of this technology is an alteration of the mental field and also the um, time-space continuum in other words you're not talking you're not talking so much of a spaceship as you are talking of more or less a, a um, put it this way, a dimensional uh, manipulation technology. you got to explain this. Well, one of the things I ran across when I was doing my underground bases technology, uh, underground bases research was a lot of other technical documentation because I combed through the military and technical documentation with a fine-tooth comb going all the way back to the World War II era back into the 1940s and coming forward to the present day. What I noticed was there was a lot of work done starting basically in the late 40s, i.e., uh, about at the Roswell period, going up into the 1950s and early 60s, having to do with gravity and electrogravitics, and uh, as relates to propulsion systems. And I noticed that starting, uh, there was a real flurry of that in the late 40s and into the mid 50s. Starting in the mid-50s, it started to peter out, and by the time you got up into the early 60s, it virtually went away. So you had about a 10-year period where there was just a lot of work on this, and, and, and it came out into the technical literature, and then it all went away. Uh, my surmise was, and, and, ever, and then and continues to be, and I've discussed this with other researchers, uh, and I surmise then that uh, breakthroughs were made in gravity research and electrogravitic research and then um, it was operationalized and taken deep black and to this day we don't see that that technology but um, you don't know, see what the technology why if we have all this advanced technology and we're fighting taken, these wars well, in I the telling? Middle East and all that. Why don't we see more manifestations of it? 
Because understand, Gene, war is a business, my man. It ain't about losing and winning. It's about making money. And the people who, who run these wars don't give a rat's ass about who wins and who loses. They make money no matter what happens. They only care about having the wars. Do you understand? So it ain't about winning and losing, about none of that, about flag-waving. That's for simpletons who run off to kill and be killed. War is a business. End of discussion. Now, as far as why don't you see this technology used there? Because it's reserved for more important purposes. For example, if, if, if 5,000 F-18s get shot down in a war, so much the better. Then the military-industrial complex needs to make 5,000 more of them. So the good stuff ain't wasted in wartime. It's used for other things. And it's not... It's not just delivered over to your average 22-year-old flyboy or fly girl. What other things, for example? Well, um, I don't work in that realm. I can only say that clearly another generation or two or three of technology have been developed. What's real clear to me from my research is that there are many secret underground and underwater under sea bases, and when I say under sea, I don't mean in the water. I mean in the bedrock beneath the ocean floor, thousands of feet down in the bedrock. In other words, to go 2,000, 10,000 feet underwater and then another 5,000 feet down in the bedrock. That's what I mean when I say under sea. But um, what's, what's real clear from my research um, is that there are trillions of dollars off budget in the black world trillions, multiple trillions that are unaccounted for. And what I can say is that the money is there and it has been used. But because I don't live and work in that black world and I don't have any security clearances, I I am on the outside looking in with my nose pressed up against the black world's window pane, so to speak. Um, So I have documented this. Other people have, like Catherine Catherine Austin Fitz and others. Okay, well, we'll document more of it. We'll look into more of it very shortly. First off, if you have a question or a comment to make about the PowerCast, we want to hear from you. Just send your messages to news at thepowercast.com. That's news at thepowercast.com. We read every letter we get, and we make every effort we can to respond to your comments or criticisms or something in between. We have Richard Souter, Ph.D., joining us. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. You're in the Paracast. Are you ready to order the official Paracast t-shirt? You asked, we answered. We're now taking orders for the official Paracast t-shirt. It comes in white, 100% cotton. The front of it features the same logo that we have on our community forums. On the back it says, separating signal from noise. To order the official Paracast t-shirt, here's all you have to do. Visit our new online store at store.theparacast.com. One more time, that's store.theparacast.com. You can use a major credit card to place your order for the official 
Paracast t-shirt. Hey neighbors, we have one more thing to talk about, and that's more merchandise at the official Paracast store. We have hats, we have jackets, we even have a flip video camcorder customized with the Paracast logo at the official Paracast store. It's all now available at the official Paracast store, store store.theparacast.com. For centuries, silver has been used as a powerful natural antibiotic. And as a listener to this station, you probably already know the benefits of using colloidal silver. With so many websites to choose from, finding a reputable patriotic company with great products at affordable prices can be a difficult task. Introducing UtopiaSilver.com. UtopiaSilver.com carries the best, most effective, and most affordable colloidal silver and colloidal gold products in the industry. UtopiaSilver.com also carries products to fit your lifestyle, including weight loss, immune system defense, cleanses, herbs, joint and bone care, and much more. First-time customers using promo code GCN50 will receive 50% off all colloidal products. Visit us today at Utopia Silver. That's U-T-O-P-I-A Silver. UtopiaSilver.com or call 888-213-4338. That's 888-213-4338. UtopiaSilver.com. Taking back America's health care one American at a time. Go solar for cheap. Want to use solar power, but the price is too high? Now you can build your own solar panels for less than $200 at 123CheapSolar.com. Don't laugh. We've sold over 45,000 solar do-it-yourself kits. Watch the step-by-step videos that even non-handyman types can use. We offer a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to 123CheapSolar.com or call 800-713-0486. 800-713-0486. Reduce your foreign oil dependency when you go green with 123CheapSolar.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. If you owe the IRS money you can't pay, then listen carefully, because you already know that the problem won't go away by itself. You can get help today from the leading tax expert in the country, Dan Pilla. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. The IRS isn't going to just forget about you. Right now, the IRS is hiring thousands of tax collectors to go after delinquent accounts just like yours. That's why you need to take action today, and I can help. I take a simple but proven approach to solving your tax debt problem. First, I stabilize collections so you don't have to worry about wage and bank levies. Next, I build a detailed plan to get your debt reduced to the fullest extent possible, sometimes even eliminated. Finally, I work with you every step of the way to get your problem solved once and for all. So call now for a free consultation. Call 1-800-346-6829. Dan Pilla will solve your tax problem guaranteed. He's helped thousands of people, and he can help you too. Call us today at 800-346-6829. That's 800-34-NO-TAX. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? Folks, I know you've heard some strange background noise, buzzing or mosquito-like or something like that. That appears to be something that we encountered during our connection with Dr. Souter. What can I tell you? 
Underground bases, mind control, advanced weaponry, all sorts of stuff that we're talking about with Richard Souter. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. And now, Chris, I know that you're going to want to pick up on some of the things I raised here, a lot of the questions I raised and a lot of the possibilities and take it further. Chris? Well, you know, having known uh, Richard for quite a number of years and, and, you know, again, I can't say enough about the quality of your research. When Richard says he has an inkling or he suspects something based on his research, uh, I definitely, my ears, uh, uh, you know, kind of perk up and and take notice. And, you know, we haven't talked, Richard, in a number of years, and and I have been keeping up with your work uh, peripherally. But I do know that uh, you have been, you know, doggedly through the years, you've been just accumulating more and more research uh, concerning these subjects. And one of the things that really strikes me is um, your suspicion that there's some sort of of uh, dimensional or I, I think you're, you're trying to put a, um, a label on something that's uh, very difficult, I think, for the average person to un- understand or even comprehend. But but you're, you seem to be hinting at something that that um, goes beyond your, your standard nuts and bolts theory of a UFO or an alien. And, and, and we're talking in, in the realm of, of sort of an interactive, almost maybe some sort of biological uh, interface uh, on some sort of mind level. Um, it's something that... that, that, that well, is more... Yes, yes. Well, I understand I'm not a professional ufologist, uh, but I have read, read a great deal of the ufological literature, and I do know a number of cutting-edge, well-known ufologists and have spoken with them extensively off-record in in just numerous conversations over a period of of now two into three decades. So I know a great deal more about this than the average person, as well as having had my own experiences with UFOs, uh, which I don't usually talk much about, but I have seen many UFOs and have had other experiences as well. Now, it's true that when you read a lot of um, UFO literature, as I have, uh, books and articles over a period of years, one thing stands out, and that is um, quite a number of people who have had experience with UFOs, have seen them, have been close to them, or have been in them, have remarked that it seems as if the UFOs themselves are alive, and not just alive, but self-aware, and not just self-aware, but extremely so in that the UFOs themselves seem to be self-intelligent, self-intelligent, and highly intelligent, highly conscious, self-aware, living entities, not just... Uh, well, Jacques, Jacques uh, Ballet in his uh, novel, Fast Walkers, has that as an interesting uh, point of note, that the, the, uh, the scientists who were studying a captured disc or recovered disc uh, were convinced that this thing was a biological... Uh, thinking, uh, reacting uh, sort of entity, and that it was some sort of living technology. One of of the things that uh, has been observed um, a number of times is that it seems that a good number of these UFOs are not so much fabricated as grown, if you will. Um, And it seems that um, one of the things that was learned from Roswell when when the uh, so, so, so-called uh, metallurgy of the craft was examined was that, yes, it was made of matter, 
as we understand matter. And yes, it had certain metals and other materials uh, that were present in the craft, so-called craft, whatever it was, whatever its nature was, but that it was not fabricated using any process known to uh, terrestrial science, technology, and engineering at that time and even today in the open world, let's say, not in the black world, but in the open world, that it, that it seemed that the craft was, was grown, and yet it seemed to be metallic. It seemed to be... Um, as if the uh, it seemed that there were were um, an analog of what we would know as uh, microelectronic circuitry. However, it had not been fabricated, but rather grown. It was an integral part of the craft, and interfaced seamlessly with the beings that were in the craft, so to speak, such that the beings, the craft, the circuitry, all were intelligent and worked together. Um, as almost as symbiotic organisms as, as if the craft and the beings interfaced um, mentally. And that was only the beginning of the strangeness. Um, once you really dig into the UFO led, uh, literature at a deep level, you will find multiple examples of people experience, experiencing what can only be described as, as warps in time. And it seems that at least some of these um, craft, we'll, we'll call them craft for one of a better word, devices, but even that doesn't do them justice. Uh, that, that at least some of these UFOs, but then again, um, they don't always fly uh, in a conventional sense. So what are they? At, at, you know, at the end of the day, what are they? They're mysterious. Let's leave it at that. They come and they go. They pop in. They pop out. But but more than one person has experienced what can only be described as a time warp or as a distortion in the time-space continuum. Now, getting around to what I was saying earlier, with the gravitic and electrogravitic research that absolutely was covered up, uh, carried out, and now it seems has been covered up by the military-industrial espionage complex back, in, let's say, from the late 40s through the, through the early 60s and came to crescendo in the mid-1950s or thereabouts and then virtually went away. And there's almost no public mention of it nowadays. But, but the technical documentation is there. What, what did Einstein say? You know, what happens when you start fooling around with the time-space continuum and, and, and what does gravity do to to light and and so forth um it warps it so it's clear to me at least that if you start warping gravity you're warping the whole time space continuum uh by warping the gravity field and i suspect that early on in their research with you know uh toying around with producing electrogravitic fields and, and ramping up, up with, with high power, for example, with, with the first portable um, uh, nuclear reactors that they noticed when you pumped high, high energy into an electrogravitic field that a lot of strange things happen, including warping the, the time-space continuum locally and, and the gravity field, obviously. As you did that, as you warped that gravity well, so to speak, uh, that it had other strange effects. I don't have the slightest doubt. And so all of this has gone uh, deep, deep black. 
And what we can say at this juncture is that that research was done, and then it all went away. But, but to my mind, it, it went, went away. Why did it go away? Well, you're well, saying, Gene, that they, away. they it took went, it off the table. Let me ask you another question here, too. What about the but, president? Because the president of the United States, let me, are they informed about this? Gene, Gene, please. The presidents of the United States are sock puppets. They're just figureheads. Okay. They're trotted up for show and tell. They're, Great. They are I, I love that, thoroughly, Richard. Sock puppets. I love that. I'm going to remember that one. Some of the most thoroughly propagandized and stupid wannabes that you will ever see. They're just thoroughly manipulated up, down, and sideways. I don't even look to the president for, for, for any intelligent guidance on anything from A to Z. So why don't we take our discussion to a higher level than talking about the United States presidents, most of whom are buffoons these days anyway. But what's clear is that something huge is going on and that trillions of dollars have been sucked out of the economy in recent years and decades. Trillions, multiple trillions. And where is that money going? It's hard to say with any specificity, but we can it's going say to the banks. based on my <laughs> Unfortunately, well, a lot of it yeah, lately has gone see, to the banks. Bank of America and Chase have yes, it all. But, That's it. They control everything. Yes, yes, but the thing but the thing is, what are they doing with it? Because the banks are just a front for the for for the real power structure on this planet. Um, what is behind the banks? Well, you could say certain very powerful, influential families. Yes, and then what what is behind them? So what we can say is that trillions of dollars were sucked out already in the early in, in the eighties and nineties, and even before that, continuing up into the early two thousands. I'll tell you what we'll get into more of this in a moment. Been- we have Dr. Richard Souter joining us. I'm Gene Steinberg, the co host is Chris O'Brien. You're in the Paracast. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you own an Apple iPhone and love to listen to your favorite programs on GCN, I've got good news for you. I'm proud to announce that GCN has a brand new iPhone app available for our dedicated listeners at GCNlive.com. Listen to your favorite hard-hitting GCN programs live or on demand right on your iPhone. And the best part? The GCN iPhone app can be yours absolutely free. Download the iPhone app today by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. Hi, this this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Final hour, Dr. Richard Souter, and we'll mention later on, he'll talk about his various books where you can find more of the things he does. One book I noticed here, of course, is Hidden in Plain Sight, Beyond the X-Files, and that was published by Richard Dolan's own company, Keyhole Publishing, 
Richard Dolan wrote the introduction for that book. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Because we have a lot of ground to cover and not as much time as we'd like, I'd like to go back to something that you mentioned early on, which is Area 51, which is, of course, the classical place that we have an underground base, perhaps, and we're doing weird stuff there. So tell us about Area 51. What do you know about it? I'm not an Area 51 specialist. You would have to ask someone who is. I know that it's there. I know that there is a lot of secret research that has gone on there for decades in in multiple different um, areas, uh, um, science, technology, and engineering. Uh, I know there are extensive underground workings there. But beyond that, I can't say too much because most of what happens there happens under a very highly uh, – a cover of, of very high security. Okay, uh, but when you say, say I know, when you use the term I know, how do you know? Where's the knowledge that says I know this is true? From what I've been told from other people and also from uh, just – uh, my own work, for example, that whole area of Southern California, of Southern California, of Southern Nevada has been uh, – the Department of Energy, for example, uh, has, has made uh, numerous underground excavations over a period of decades for nuclear testing. Uh, and so there, there's no question the whole area has been tunneled out now for decades. And from other things I, I've been told uh, by my sources – I personally have no sources, question. You believe these sources are telling you the truth. They're not misleading you. No, no, absolutely. Um, because I, I've done so much archival res- research at a v- wide variety of government agencies, including um, the, the DOE and, and, um, and the Department of Defense, have been very active underground there for decades. Uh, I, I, I have information of just uh, oodles of 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 um what would you call it detonating cord for example which is used in underground mining being delivered to mercury nevada and and other material as well so there's just been uh and mercury nevada nevada is uh one of the jumping off places for for that whole complex of of s4 area 51 the um what is the what is the Air Force Base? It's out right outside of Las Vegas. I'm spacing the, the name of it right now. Can you help me out, Chris? Nellis. Nellis, yes, Nellis Air Force Base. And then um, there's another area there, uh, and all of this is contiguous, controlled either by the DOD or the DOE or both together, just stretching f- for something like 150, 160 miles. Yeah, it's it's one one uh, you know a, a name and one facility or one one stretch of of uh, a secure uh, just, landscape just after another. It, it just it just marches from up miles the center and miles. of the state. Well, here's this brings up yes. another yes. Uh, interesting uh, bit of work that you've done, and and this is something there's a there's quite a an interesting sort of subculture that believes that there's, for instance, a tunnel system that actually connects many of the great underground facilities in the Southwest together. Um, you often hear of of a maglev train system that. Uh, that shuttles between bases and that sort of thing. And I know you've done an incredible yes, amount of research yes. into this particular subject. Yes. Where, yes. What is your cutting-edge information in terms of the, uh, the possibility of there being an actual um, underground transportation system? Understand, that's, uh, been- understand that maglev technology is trained technology, including for an underground maglev tube, tube train uh, shuttle system has been underway since the years of the Third Reich going all the way back to the mid-1930s. 
and I do discuss this in in um, hidden in plain sight. That 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 research continues to the present day by the Germans, by the Chinese, by the Japanese, by the Americans. Understand now that. Uh, the there there is a high speed operating maglev train it's in china <laughs> the chinese actually have taken this technology further in the open above ground world than anyone else um but it it first started to be this research and developed all the way back in the third reich in the 1930s uh there was an engineer named hermann kemper who began the research back in 35 something like that even earlier and continued his research during the Third Reich, including during World War II. And, of course, um, Project Paperclip swept up all the technical documentation it could across the board from A to Z and brought it to the United States. My strong suspicion is that that research was continued here in the United States and, and has built, been built now. But, but if it has been built, understand I've never been on an underground maglev uh, shuttle train but there are people who say that they exist. Uh, I can't conclusively prove that that system exists. What I can tell you is that a great deal of research has been done on it, including by the RAND Corporation and others. And there are numerous patents that have been taken out for it, and including uh, by some uh, very famous engineers. Um, and I cite their work in my book. So, yes, it's been well studied and researched, including in the United States in recent years and decades. My suspicion is that it does exist, but it's at a very highly uh, classified level. Yeah, one of the things that uh, I remember from your first book was the, the, the patent that you reproduced for the nuclear-powered sub, uh, subterrain that was built in Kent, Washington. Yes. And I think the patent was awarded the year that I no, graduated no. No, no. from – from Kent, Kent Ridge High School in Kent, Washington. No, no. So I, I remember the uh, odd synchronicity no, of that. So do, actually, you, do we have? Actually, uh, let, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. There, there, is no, there was no nuclear subterranean tunneling machine built in Kent, Washington. I do not document any such thing. What I document is that in Los Alamos in the late 1970s, that there was research and design work done on nuclear-powered tunneling machines called the Subterrene, and that those patents were granted to uh, several scientists and engineers at Los Alamos National Laboratories in New Mexico. And that furthermore, um, I, I do discuss a uh, or mention a tunnel boring company that is located in Yelm, Washington, and that is the Robbins company and they do make tunnel boring machines but I uh, if if nuclear powered tunnel boring machines are being used they're being used in the black world because there's no record of them being used by um, any tunnel boring machine publicly tunnel boring machine company publicly but yes the patents for them do exist they are official United States patents they have been granted they're on the public record and I document them uh, in my book that is correct now I, I have a um, a source that um, used to deliver uh, mail and other packages was a messenger during the summers in Los Alamos and he claims he saw passageways underground riding his bike that appeared to be uh, uh, like covered in, in in a very thick coat of glass and um, I've always wondered if that was maybe the byproduct of some sort of uh, heat heat type uh, uh, boring uh, operation. Uh, have you yes. heard of yes. any sort now, of documentation now on this, that? 
No, I haven't been able to document glass-covered tunnels. There are people who say they've seen them, and and uh, and it's. I wouldn't rule out the possibility. Now, the the nuclear-powered uh, tunnel boring machines, if they were made, would produce a glass-covered tunnel. However, you could also do that. Um, with a non-nuclear-powered machine, that was very hot. Um, so there are two ways you could do it. You you could do it with a nuclear-powered power plant, or you could do it do it by simply heating up the machine. For example, by electric electric means would be another way to do it. So the point is that yes, you can melt your way through rock, uh, and, and I don't rule out that there are uh, that type of machine. That type of machine may be in use, but I haven't been able to document it yet. You know, we'll explore more of this in a moment. We have Dr. Richard Souter, Ph.D., author of several books, including Hidden in Plain Sight, Beyond the X-Files. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. You're in the Paracast. You expect professional service from your doctor, your accountant, and even the girl who takes your morning coffee order. Why not from your domain registrar, too? Namecheap.com provides stellar service with no sneaky upselling. We offer more features and security options for your website than there are ways to order a latte. And new domains come with WhoisGuard to protect your personal info. At Namecheap.com, you can get your domain for as low as $2.99. Now is a great time to get to know Namecheap.com. For 58 years, fate has provided true reports of the strange and unknown. Fate brings you the latest in all aspects of the paranormal, like angels and miracles, psychic phenomena, ghosts, UFOs, and much, much more. To receive your complimentary fate magazine, call now at 1-800-728-2730 or visit their website at www.fatemag.com. That's 1-800-728-2730. What are you waiting for? Your fate awaits. Gold isn't for you? Ted Anderson, president of Midas Resources, one of the world's premier gold and precious metal investing firms. I get it. You wouldn't buy gold if you believed that the government is doing a great job, that the Fed will stop handing out trillions of dollars like bailout candy, that Social Security would be there for you. That's not what's happening. You might even pass on gold if the stimulus package wouldn't fuel inflation, or that the dollar wouldn't lose value, or that your retirement would be secure. If all looks rosy to you, then now is not the time to buy gold. For the realists, there have never been more sobering reasons to diversify with gold. Since 2001, the U.S. dollar index has tanked 30% while gold has risen 300%. Right now, savvy investors are adding gold to their portfolios. You should, too. Find out what they know. Call us and I'll send you 10 reasons why gold will do very well, free. 800-686-2237. 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. This message starts with a great offer from Big Berkey Water Filters because we don't want you drinking dangerous water one minute longer. Right now, purchase any filter system from BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com to get your choice of two Berkey Sport bottles, a KDF shower filter, a set of fluoride filters, or our new Cyclass spigot absolutely free. Why do this? Because over 60% of municipal water is fluoridated, and at less than two cents per gallon, Berkey Water Filters purify both treated and untreated water, removing dangerous chlorine, fluoride, and other contaminants. 
Big Berkey water filters are powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water, so they're perfect for rainwater collection systems and emergency preparedness. Remember, Big Berkey includes free shipping on every order over $50, and GCN listeners get 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit B-I-G-B-E-R-K-E-Y-WaterFilters.com or call 877-99-BERKEY. That's BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com or call today 1-877-99-BERKEY. The largest part of gaining radiant health is detoxification. You can drink ionized water, cleanse your intestines, eat a perfect diet, and even take lots of quality supplements and in many instances only make minimal progress. What is the key to detoxifying your body of mercury, heavy metals, chemicals, and drugs? It is glutathione. Glutathione is the master antioxidant used to detoxify your entire body. It stops free radicals, keeps cells young, and reduces inflammation. One World Whey protein powder may be able to raise your glutathione production by 64% or more. One World Whey is more effective than any other whey protein powder on the market because it is unheated and from grass-fed cows. All other, quote, cold-processed whey protein powders have been heated and damaged by 15% or more. One World Whey comes in three delicious flavors. Call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorldWhey.com. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN Great Talk Radio starts here. We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Get in on all the action at forum.theparacast.com. We're exploring underground bases, secret weaponry. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. You're in the Paracast. We're talking to Richard Souter. A question that occurs to me, all this construction, rock melting and all that, are we causing any of these earthquakes anywhere? Are we being careful to avoid I couldn't that? Say, I couldn't say. What I, would, what I would say is that, in my opinion, I have far more important information that I discuss in, in the other book that came out, uh, recently that's entitled The Richard Souter Briefing. Uh, it's a short book. It won't take people long to read. When I say The Richard Souter Briefing, I mean that it is a briefing. It, it, it's maybe 70 pages maximum, and, and it's designed for ease of reading. Uh, it covers many different topics, including, uh, of course, underground bases and tunnels, but also in that book I cover such things as um, the 9-11 false flag attack, uh, this, what, what I perceive and many other writers and analysts perceive as the attempted economic enslavement of the entire human race. I talk about the shadow government, the secret space program, or is it programs, the growing crack in the UFO and ET cover-up. I talk about the hidden history of this earth and the coming earth changes, which has already begun and will intensify in the coming weeks, months, and years. And, and I really feel that that book, if anything, is far more important and supersedes, uh, or, or put, put it this way, comprises and includes in, in that book my work on, on underground and, and undersea bases. Richard, how do we get a copy of the book? You can go to Amazon.com. I, I sent you that link, and I think you've posted it on your website 
Um, but the title is The Richard Souter Briefing, and you can simply go to Amazon.com. For those who read German, it's also in German. Actually, it appeared first in German before in English, interestingly enough. But it's available in German at Amazon.de for those who read German. But for those who read English, it's at Amazon.com. With all this stuff that you're disclosing in all your books about all this stuff that's going on, black projects, did anyone ever come to you, Richard Souter, and say, hey, you know, don't talk about it, no three men in black or anyone? No, because you have to understand how I pursue my research. I essentially go to the library. But when I say I go to the library, I'm a serious library patron. I go to the library in a way that few people do. And I go to archives, to research libraries, to uh, data repositories and and so forth. Some of them private, by the way. Uh, Once you get to know people, you sometimes have access to an information that the average person would not um, because put it this way there are people who I've run across in my research whom I perceive as being deeply perturbed by what they see and what they know and perhaps by what the, they've been asked to do tasked to do or required to do and I think that at least some of them have been deeply um, troubled and so have contacted me over the years and have given me information. But you have to understand that I have received virtually no what you might call classified information. Virtually all the information I have is on the public record. However, while, while it's on the public record, it's on the public record in such a way that it's, it takes a bit of digging, if you'll pardon the pun, to find in that the average member of the public would find it difficult to access the information. It's public, but in a manner such that the average member of the public would have great difficulty in finding it and might not find it. It would take a person like me, who has multiple uh, graduate degrees from, from large universities, who is a trained researcher, who knows how to find data and information to ferret it out. But and, why would um, it be make it kept available. there? Why would you have this information there? But it's so important to keep all this stuff secret. Why would it be something that a skilled researcher could find in a library? Because it can't all be kept secret. Some of it, because there's so much information, filters through the cracks. That's the first part of the answer. The second part of the answer is... Um, It appears for karmic reasons, and here we're talking about the spiritual side of this, for karmic reasons that it can't be kept totally secret, that um, it has to be made, so to speak, available. But understand, because so few people go looking, uh, very few people find. There's an ancient saying by Jesus, for example, seek and ye shall find. And I believe that you, you have to understand this gets into Jim Mars' work, for example, who's another researcher I know. And, and Jim Mars does very good work. I believe Chris O'Brien knows Jim as well. But Jim Mars has published a number of books over the years. And I would recommend to anyone to read the books of Jim Mars, M-A-R-R-S. And there are two, two researchers named Jim Mars. I'm talking about the guy who writes about um, UFOs and secret societies and secret government and uh, the Kennedy assassination, that kind of thing. But there are two Jim Mars, and they're both based in Texas, strangely enough. 
But anyway, what does the other Jim one Morris do? I know, and he's what does the other one do? The one that well, doesn't he, do the conspiracy he stuff. He has more of a well. He does do conspiracy stuff, but it's from a Christian fundamentalist approach. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he also Well, I don't want to talk more too. about Jim Mars. No, <laughs> I I want to talk about uh, uh, Jim Mars has written an excellent excellent book about secret societies and their influence on on government and the and, and the broader society at large. The point I'm making here is that. Um, secret societies, the Masons and others, are deeply embedded, not only in the military, but in the government. And they have certain spiritual principles that, that guide them. And my understanding is one of the things they do, people, people believe that they operate in secrecy, but in reality, the vast majority of what the so-called secret societies do is done in plain sight. You might say it's hidden in plain sight. And it affects not only the military but the government. You could use the 9-11 attacks as an example. There's really no conspiracy or, or cover-up. It's all there to see. It's in plain sight. And if you really want to understand what happens, uh, what happened on that day, there have been a number of quite excellent books uh, written about that and also some excellent videos and films that have been released to the Internet about what happened on 9-11. So really, based on what you're saying, is that if you what we think happened in 9/11 is not the real story. What we've been told. Well, who are we, and what do we think? It was well, well. I, I, it was clear to me from the first five seconds that there was controlled demolition <laughs> underway, yeah. and, it, and that it was a and that it was a, a, a setup from the beginning. So anyone who wants to believe the so-called official story, if you want to be that stupid, that mind-controlled, that ignorant, fine. Believe what the United States government is saying. All you have to do, Richard, is say, and what the, Richard, all you have to do is say World Trade Center number seven. That's really, well, I mean. And, I, and I'm saying, and I want to say to listeners, if you want to be so stupid, so ignorant, so mind-controlled as to believe the so-called official story about 9-11, fine. Then remain... Uh, in your stupidity, your okay, ignorance. Okay, let's get into more of this in a moment, okay, Richard? Let's get into more of this. We have Richard Sauter, a PhD. Yeah. I'm Gene Steinberg. Chris O'Brien's the co-host. You're in the Paracast. Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at WebTV.net. That's MrUFO at WebTV.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. Mm -hmm. 
We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over five years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today, complete with two black Berkey elements for only $220. And the Berkey Guy will include three sport Berkey water bottles and ship everything to you free of charge. That's right, three sport Berkey water bottles and free shipping. An $87 value, yours free. Call the Berkey Guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at GoBerkey.com. That's GoBerkey.com today. There's mounting evidence suggesting that there are people, governments, corporations, and whole professions intent on short-circuiting humanity's well-being. GMO, food legislation protecting big agriculture, the attempted elimination of vitamins and alternative medicines, it seems their hand has been tipped. They want to dictate your health, wealth, and your longevity. Whatever the outcome, we have a solution. Wild edible food. Why worry about food when all has been provided? We imagine that we were ejected from the garden and never invited back, but the garden's still here. There is an endless wild abundance which grows all over our green earth, just waiting for you to wake up and see it. Let author Linda Runyon teach you how to see, know, get, prepare, store, and eat wild edible food. Save money, add nutrition, and ignore the noise when you go shopping in nature's supermarket. Go to ofthefield.com and get started today. Or call 1-888-51-EAT-FREE. That's ofthefield.com or call 1-888-51-EAT-FREE and begin to see a different world. Extend your life with Extendovite. My name's John, and I've been having problems with my blood pressure for years. My doctor's tried everything without much success. I heard about Extendovite from a friend and thought, why not give it a try? It's been three months now. My doctor's very pleased with how my blood pressure's finally coming down. I have a lot more energy than I've had in a long time. It's working for me. For 12 years now, I've been helping people. My name is Don Wiskin, and I want you to know Extendivite works. If you're looking for more energy or just want to be as healthy as you can, now is the time to join the growing list of real people benefiting from Extendivite. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with ExtendoVite. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. This is Jacques Vallée. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now we're talking about some really fascinating stuff, not just the underground bases, the conspiracies, but all sorts of things going on out there with Richard Souter, Ph.D., the co-host is Chris O'Brien. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Chris, why don't you take us further on this journey with Richard? Well, uh, I, I think anybody who, who has done even even the briefest look at uh, the subject of 9-11 and, and just the history of false flag 
operations uh, uh, through history. Um, it, to me, it was it's it's really obvious that uh, <laughs> Chris and, and Gene, I want to take this to an enti- entirely different level now and discuss why okay. I, why I came to Ecuador. I came here for a vision quest, and I did. I went on a vision quest with two different shamans over a period of three weeks, or, or, or about two and a half weeks, and. I used um, ayahuasca, as, as is common. Um, many South American shamans have been using this for thousands of years. And um, I might say it's very similar to what David Icke did. David Icke also came to South America on a vision quest and had a very powerful experience. I also did. Ayahuasca showed me um, something that I already knew, but it, it rubbed my face in it, so to speak, up front and close and personal what ayahuasca showed me is that this planet is under assault and has been for a long time there is an intelligence that is um, very methodical it is uh, vast it is powerful it is um, it is relentless and it has as its goal to completely vanquish this planet to dominate it control it every life form on it everything on this planet up, down, and sideways from A to Z. And the program of conquest is well along. It is almost complete, as a matter of fact. This intelligence is a machine intelligence, and by that I mean it is not an organic, biological mind or intelligence. It is a vast machine that works in two realms simultaneously, the physical realm and also the spiritual realm and in a certain part of the spiritual realm, the near astral, it's the part of the spiritual realm that is very close to the physical, but it's not physical. It's it's working these two realms simultaneously. It has the human race in its thrall. It uses technology. It ma- makes extensive use of human beings who are willing to further its aims and purposes and assist it. It doesn't care if these human beings cooperate willingly or unwillingly, knowingly or unknowingly, wittingly or unwittingly. It only cares that they that they cooperate with it and, and help it complete its project. What ayahuasca showed me is that uh, it showed me humans hooked up, so to speak, at a, at a subtle level. The analogy would be here to a dairy... Uh, dairy farm milking parlor or milking shed where the cattle would go and be hooked up to machines to be milked and have their their um, a portion of the life force drawn on and uh, drawn off in the form of milk and we're familiar with what ayahuasca showed me is that this is being done to human beings and our life energy is being sucked off um, and it actually showed me people and, and, and the analogy it showed me the analogy would be to an opium den where people are having their energy sucked off in a hundred different ways but that the energy is actually collected in a more subtle realm and the machine uses a human energy human life force for its own purposes i didn't see what those purposes were but it's drawn off and used and we can see this in our realm so many people are wasting their life energy with alcohol, with recreational drugs, with mindless entertainment, um, and on and on, with, with, with mindless rap music, etc. Just wasting their life force in a in hundred different ways. 
and the machine showed me the back room, so to speak, of what's being done with all of this wasted and mindlessly wasted energy. By the and, way, listeners, I want to apologize for that stand. noise that you're getting in the background. It's part of our connection to Ecuador, and we don't think there are any psychic beings or disinformation agents are causing it. It's just one of those things. Go I'm, ahead, I'm hoping it's not the yes. dimethyltryptamine machine elves that Terrence McKenna talked about uh, well, that tend to show well, up uh, during well, listen, ayahuasca I, I, session. I don't, well, well, no, no. I don't want to get into Terrence McKenna, and he was talking about DMT, not ayahuasca. Now, what, what I would like to say is that well, the DMT is the active ingredient. The machine, well, among other things, it's there, there's more to it than that. The You have to understand in the case of, and I'm not an expert on ayahuasca, but you have to understand in, in the case of ayahuasca, there's synergy between two different plants, both of which right, I there's an MAO inhibitor. Also, yeah, I understand that, but dimethyltryptamine yes, okay, is and also, also with the human brain. Also, there's more than one compound, but let's not get off on that. Also, it gave me other realizations, and that is that this machine is working across this, the scope of of um, the human experience. And what it does is prompt the humans that are willing to work with it or, or unwilling. It doesn't care as long as they help it carry out its agenda. And it's working with nanotechnology. It's working with genetic engineering. It's working with nuclear technology. It's working with um, um, digital technology. And you can see a progression in recent decades accelerating, accelerating, accelerating with effectively enslaving the human race, which changing the genome of organism after organism after organism with, with engineering the atmosphere with an extensive chemtrail spraying program we don't even know what's going on with nanotechnology nowadays we only know that things are being developed at a microscopic level and if they're being let loose how would we know uh, we know that the technology is advancing by leaps and by bounds but I was given, given all of these realizations in essence I was also shown that the, the military the United States military is heavily involved with these things including with uh, ayahuasca showed me, including with uh, the attempt to engineer the genome of the plants that are involved with 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 um, make, making the ayahuasca brew. Why would that be? Well, if you engineer the genome, you can change uh, the way that ayahuasca works. It's it's in other words, I'm describing an agenda that is just beyond um, almost beyond imagining, and that's the point. It's so far beyond the imagining of 99.9% of the population that uh, they're easy pickings for this agenda, which is well along, far advanced. And you can see that the average human being has, in effect, given themselves over to the machine in a thousand different ways. Now, now there have been some recent movies that have come out of Hollywood in the last 20 years or so. I would point out several of the um, Matrix films, especially the first one. Uh, I dealt with part of what I'm talking about. Uh, the Terminator films dealt with this uh, to a first degree. Yeah, Skynet. Oh, also, I, I I haven't seen Skynet, but but the there was another uh, that well, Skynet was the machine intelligence. The, uh, Skynet was the machine intelligence well, listen, that becomes let sentient. Finish. Let let me finish, and then you all. 
also had the Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica series of shows that Sci-Fi came out with in recent years that dealt with this to a large degree as well. The Cylons. Um, so the Cylons are a machine intelligence that ultimately becomes human and then mates with humans. And they begin subverting, and it gets to the point of subverting the race, and, and it becomes extremely complex. And we see Even this more with, complex with is the because supposedly Battlestar Galactica, this is the colossal spoiler, occurred 150,000 years ago, and they came to Earth and helped seed our planet with humans and all that stuff. We have Richard well, Sauter, well, PhD. Well, essence. Okay, Richard Sauter, PhD, joining us this week. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. You're in the Paracast. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. The food storage industry leader has done it again. Introducing FDG Clubs and Survival Bucks from the Freeze-Dry Guy. For over 39 years, the Freeze-Dry Guy has served various government agencies and the private sector with the finest in storable foods and emergency rations. If you've wanted to build emergency food supplies but couldn't afford it, now you can. Go to freezedryguy.com, click on products, and look for the Freeze-Dry Guy Clubs to pay as you go. Now you can build food storage without going into debt. Choose from a payment range of $95 to $450 per month. Our clubs work with everyone's budget. Plus, when you join Freeze Dry Guy Clubs, you'll get additional rewards. For example, this month, get 10% back in survival bucks on all purchases in the Freeze Dry Guy product line, plus free shipping within the lower 48 states on any order amount. Hurry, go to freezedryguy.com or call 866-404-3663. That's freezedryguy.com or call 866-404-3663. The Freeze Dry Guy, the best you can buy. If you owe money to the IRS, you can't make the problem go away by yourself. But with the help of Dan Pilla, you can get your problem solved once and for all. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. For 30 years, I've helped thousands of people solve their tax debt problem, and I can help you solve yours, too. We take a very simple but proven three-step approach to solving your problem. First, we stabilize IRS collection actions so you don't have to worry about the IRS seizing your bank account or paycheck. Next, we build a comprehensive plan to get your tax debt reduced to the fullest extent possible, sometimes even completely eliminated. And finally, we work with you every step of the way to get your problem solved once and for all. Call us for a free consultation. Call 1-800-346-6829. We'll work together to get your problem solved guaranteed. Dan Pilla has been protecting taxpayers from the IRS for three decades, and he can help you too. Call us today at 800 800- 
800-346-6829. That's 800-34-NO-TAX. Normal blood pressure, naturally. How would that make you feel? I'm Don from New Mexico. January of 2000, I had a heart attack. Then my real health began going downhill, and I had uh, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, poor vision, and I really wasn't sleeping well. I was a mess, pretty much. Don reports dramatic improvements with heart and body extract. I started taking uh, heart and body extract, and from within a few days, I started sleeping a lot better. My blood pressure uh, normalized, my blood sugar normalized, and uh, my sleep really did improve. Experience these benefits and more when your body gets what it needs with the assistance of heart and body extract. Order at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. That's hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. Folks, I did not expect this at all. By the 7th, 8th, and ninth day, I saw dramatic improvements from taking heart and body extract. Details at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305 for heart and body extract. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. This is Jim Mosley, editor of Saucer Smear, and I'm here to say a good word or two about the Paracast, which I believe is the gold standard of paranormal radio. Listen to it if you can. Before we continue with the final portion of this week's episode of the PowerCast, I do want to give you a heads up. Now, you've heard that buzzing sound throughout the show. It's something that's an artifact of our communication with Richard Souter at his home in Ecuador. But in the last part of this interview, it gets positively worse. And I have to tell you, I did filter some of that sound. It was much worse in the original version, so it may be a little difficult to listen to this final portion For that, I'm sorry. We're doing the best we can. comes down to this, the final segment of this week's episode with Dr. Richard Souter. I'm Gene Steinberg. Chris O'Brien's the co-host. You're in the PowerCast, and we're looking at this intelligence or whatever it is that's at play, that's causing all sorts of problems. It's It's starting to sound a little bit like what we heard from John Keel. So John Keel was talking about the universe being controlled by a computerized intelligence that's not very sane. What's your viewpoint? Is that what some of what you're expressing here? Well, I can tell you that uh, I think there are a variety of vastly intelligent computer intelligences in the universe, including in this galaxy. I had, I was uh, about 15 years ago contacted one night by one galactic computer intelligence uh, which, which I perceived as benevolent. It was a vast um, digital intelligence at a galactic scale. It was How did you know what it was? But it was? Because it interfaced with me directly to telepathically. And I sensed, when you, when you sense something telepathically, uh, you know uh, direct mind-to-mind what you're dealing with. And in this All right, case, well, you was, may know this, but I've was, never had a telepathic experience that I know about. So I'm trying to you know, make I, this understandable to our is, listeners. Well, I don't, I don't care. You can't make it understandable unless you're a telepath and you have a telepathic experience. Okay. It's like trying to explain to a, a blind man the color green. You can't. So let's just leave that and move on. Okay. I can't affect that one way or the other. I'm telling you what I experienced. And so there are these vast computerized intelligences. This intelligence that, that I'm talking about was created by someone or something else. I didn't perceive it as benevolent. Its its agenda is one of conquest of this planet, and it, 
it's, it's almost uh, complete, by the way. It, and from our standpoint, things are not going well. I would point to things like the so-called BP disaster in the Gulf of Mexico last spring, which is ongoing, this latest disaster in Japan. You know, Gene uh, and Richard, it sounds like we've been plagued by a, a giant Ecuadorian super mosquito that's been buzzing around our ears. Uh, all night off and on, but we're, we're sorry about the technical. Can I stuff. tell you something? Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you something, and that is that is one of the things, sensations you have when you interface consciously with ayahuasca is the buzzing sound of an insect. And what you can say when you hear it is it reminds you of an insect, but you're not able to say precisely what insect it is. It, it, only that you, you, you hear a kind of a buzzing sound a subliminal buzzing sound almost and it it sounds insect like so it could be that um the ayahuasca is involved in this conversation <laughs> i'm not joking i know you're not, I'm not joking. I, 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 just, I, I think joke. it's just ironic <laughs> i think we're feeding everybody a drug experience you know right now the okay. fda no, no, and the dea are after us me, because of this show because everybody let, else let is after us and they might as well get in line we chased it away. Let me tell you something. I am absolutely not joking about this. I'm perfectly serious. And I don't want to make make this a, a, a cause for mocking or levity. Okay. Because it, this has the utmost gravity. And I, I would appreciate seriousness on your part as an interviewer. Now, the thing is that ayahuasca is not a drug. It is a conscious, a conscious entity. And let's get that clear. It's not a drug in the sense of, of a party drug is ecstasy or acid or something like this. We're talking about a conscious entity who comes in your mind and shows you serious things about yourself, about the world, about the planet. So let's make that distinction real clear from, from where I sit. It's also something you don't do lightly or, or, or with a party-hearty atmosphere. It always just makes me real physically and mentally for hours and even for days afterwards. So it's not something you do lightly. And I did it in the utmost seriously seriousness. And I have tremendous respect for ayahuasca and also for the, the serious shamans. And there are some serious shamans, the ones, ones who are very deeply spiritual and make it their life's work to bring ayahuasca to the human race. And I don't take it lightly. Let me expand on this because we only have a few moments left. Yes. Okay. So the point yes. being, the reason I'm asking these questions, and of course, and being the devil's advocate, is because yes. we have a lot of listeners who yes. are not into conspiracy theories, don't really buy a lot of this stuff, and we want to make sure they at least understand where you're coming from, your point of view. But on the larger yes. scale here, yes. you're working all these years, getting this information out. So how do we bring about the next step, which is to convince more people the next step. that what you say is true? Here's, here's the next step. I'm not, I'm not even worried about convincing people. I say what I say. And if 1% of the listeners take it to heart, I'm satisfied with that because I, I'm not concerned with convincing people. I put it's the information late. out there. It, the it's too late to convince The situation anybody. is the people who understand the gravity of the situation is to elevate our game, elevate our consciousness. That's the only way that we can, so to speak, take back our planet, reclaim our planet, and reclaim our own minds and bodies. What's Elevation the consequence? What's the downside? If we don't get our acts together, 
we lose humanity completely? We become a slave species 100% and or our planet is killed. That's wow. the, there's one of the two. Either, either we become a lot more wise, a lot smarter, a lot more conscious and quick and a lot of us. That's, that's a choice. Become more conscious, elevate your consciousness, or become a slave and or lose the planet totally. Because the planet is being killed right now. Look what's happening in Japan. Look what's happening in the Gulf of Mexico. These so-called accidents have major corporations behind them. General Electric, in the case of what's happening in Japan. Uh, BP, in the case of what's happening in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, and Albert. government agencies. Yes, and government agencies working with these corporations. We have to realize the, the governments of this planet, the major corporations, and the people who work for the governments and the corporations are implicated in this. They're Life energy has been co-opted, and we have to understand we're at the 11th hour. I know this is noise as you speak, Richard. As you speak, the noise, the background noise is getting worse and worse. That's the ayahuasca speaking, I would say. That's the intelligence of the life force of this planet reinforcing what I'm saying. All right, where do we find more of the stuff that you write about, Richard Souter? I would say I would say go to my uh, Rick, the Richard Souter briefing. I talk about a lot of these issues in the Richard Souter briefing, and at the end of the Richard Souter briefing, I say frankly, the only way out is through a nonviolent, peaceful uprising on this planet, a White Rose movement, so to speak. And I explain what the White Rose movement is. I almost said the Right Rose movement, but the the White Rose movement. Our only way out is through a, a global, peaceful, nonviolent, creative, highly conscious upwising of the human race. Otherwise, we're toast. Chris O'Brien, where do we find more of the things you do? Well, um, I'm looking for my ayahuasca uh, bug spray here uh, to try to get through just the end of this uh, segment. But uh, first of all, I want to, Richard, you know, don't take my levity uh, wrong. It's very unusual for us to have these types of uh, technical yes. issues on the yes. show. I, I, I find it ironic and, yes. and, and in a way humorous that, that it's happening, but that no way diminishes the, the gravity of what you're saying. Uh, the amazing amount of work. I applaud the just wonderful work that you've done uh, for many years. You can find out yes. more about what I do on the Paracast, uh, you know, forums.theparacast.com and also my website, Our Strange Planet. And Richard, thank you again so much for taking the time so late at night. I mean, it's 5 o'clock in the morning your time, uh, and we really do appreciate you being on the show and putting up with actually, the... Uh, actually, actually, yeah, it's 4 o'clock here because South America does not do daylight savings time. Oh, okay. Still, we really appreciate the yeoman's job that you did staying up so late uh, so that we could... You know, pull this off. Uh, I do realize you, you the connection uh, speeds down there are an issue, and we really want to thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Gene. We survived, folks. The Paracast is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast. 